所以我们常了你的恩典，我们知道你是美好的。We and show us how we might be pleasing to thee in all that we do. We commit this time into your hands. Teach us by your spirit. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. We want to turn to Colossians and read several portions of Scripture. In chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, He is also head of the body, the church, and He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that He Himself will come to have first place in everything. 父生的，使他可以在凡事上居首位。For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in Him.因为父喜欢叫一切的丰盛在他里面居住。And then verses 25 through 27.第二十五节到二十七节。Of this church I was made a minister according to the stewardship from God bestowed on me for your benefit. So that I might fully carry out the preaching of the Word of God. That is the mystery which has been hidden from the past ages and generations, but has now been made manifest to the saints, to whom God willed to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And then in chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have on your behalf. And for those who are at Laodicea, and for all those who have not personally seen my face. That their hearts may be encouraged, having been knit together in love, and attaining to all the wealth that comes from the full assurance of understanding, Resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ Himself. And in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And then verses 8 through 10. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. Wang 
乃造人间的呃遗传和世上的小学，就把你们呃夺去。For in him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, and in him you have been made complete, and he is head over all rule and authority. 因为神本性一切的丰盛都有形有体的居住在基督里面，他们在他里面也得了丰盛。他是各样执执政掌权者的元首。The theme in our present season of fellowship comes from chapter one at the end of verse eighteen. 所以，我们这一季的这个主题是在第一章第十八节幕后。That in all things Christ might have the preeminence. 使他可以在凡事上居首位。So in English, some translations say that he might have the supremacy. 所以在英文就是他能够有第一位的意思。And in my particular American translation, it says that he might have first place. 啊，就是都是同一个意思。Now I don't know what it says in Mandarin. What he said? First place. Yeah. Now let me tell you why first place is not the right translation. 那为什么居首位不是最好的翻译呢 ？Because it implies we put Jesus first. 这就代表说，我们把主耶稣放第一位。Maybe our family second. 然后我们家庭第二位。Our work third. 工作第三位。Going to the gym number four. 然后去健身第四位。Our country number five. 我们国家第五位。But that's not what this verse means. 但是这一节不是这个意思。Paul wants and desires that we all might place Christ first in all of those things. 所以他的意思就是说，在凡事上，基督都有第一位。It's not that he's on a list of priorities. Oh, okay. I've done my thing for Christ. Now I have to do something for the family. So I 为了主做了一件事情，那我现在可以为家庭做。No, whether it's our marriages, 无论是我们的婚姻 ，our children， 我们的儿女 ，our jobs， 我们的工作 ，place we live， 我们住在哪里 ，we're to give him first place. 我们在凡事上，他都应该居首位。This is the desire. And should be the desire of our heart. This 应当是我们心里的渴慕 When we are born again, 当我们啊重生 that desire comes into our heart. 这个愿望是来到我们心中的 We want Christ to have first place. 我们愿意基督成在凡事上居首位 But as we know, in many cases, 但是在许多事情上 we lose this desire. 啊，我们失去了好像这个愿望 The only way to keep this desire alive. 我们如果要保存这个愿望的话 ，is for us to consecrate our lives. 我们必定需要将我们自己献上 ，to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. This is our reasonable worship. 我们将自己献上，当做活祭，这是我们应当有的侍奉。When we present ourselves to the Lord every day, 当我们每一天把我们自己献给主的时候 ，we present ourselves, our bodies upon the altar, as it were. 我们好像把身体放在这个祭坛上。Then the flame of his heart's desire becomes our desire. 那他心中的愿望就成为我们的愿望。And so we pray that we're talking to those who are consecrated. 我们啊，愿意我们跟你们交通是，你们是呃，帮自己献上的。You're not struggling, not wanting him to have. The preeminence. You 好像没有说你不想他不愿意他居首位 Rather, you're struggling because you want him to have the preeminence. 那你为什么会挣扎呢？因为你愿意他居首位 Now, last time we mentioned something I think probably you realize. 那我们上一次提到一个你应该知道的是 Beginning in verse 15. 第十五节开始 And running down to verse 20. In some of our more modern translations, these verses of scripture are set up in a poetic form. These verses of scripture are set up in a poetic form. These verses Now we don't know if Christ wrote this. I mean, if Paul wrote this hymn. 不知道是不是保罗写了这首诗。But whoever wrote this, 但谁写了 ，had a revelation of a large Christ. 他的这个启示是一个很大的基督。Of a cosmic Christ. 是宇宙性的基督。And in the two stanzas of this hymn. 然后这一首诗的两节里 ，He is worshipped for being the Christ as Creator. 
他是基督，他是创造者。And the second verse, 第二节, Christ the Redeemer, 基督是救赎者。Having a revelation of these two realities together makes for a large Christ. 如果你有真的有这样子的启示，这就成为一个很大的基督。Now within Christian teaching，在基督徒的这个教导里，these two truths are often Overemphasized on one and underemphasized on the other. But if both of these realities, Christ the Creator and Christ the Redeemer, are not held together, we end up with a small Christ. Now, do you have a small Christ? You say, oh, no, no, my Christ is very big. Can you hold the spiritual reality before you? That he is creator and redeemer. Now, so-called the evangelical church the gospel side of the church emphasizes Christ as the Redeemer. But they don't understand as fully as they should Christ the Creator. Now they are always emphasizing salvation. Now this is very important. But they are weak on the understanding of what it means to know Christ as Creator. As a matter of fact, this was the problem with the Colossian Christians. They were beginning to believe in a philosophy, a Christian philosophy called Gnosticism. Now basically what they believed was this. The only thing that's important is your salvation. God wants to save your spirit. But your soul is evil. Your body is evil. This world is evil. All of that's no good. If you are a good Christian, you don't get married. If you're married, you're weak. It means your soul desires affection. Don't you know only God counts? You should not get married. You should not eat these foods. You should deny yourself. This world is evil. This is what the Colossians were beginning to believe. And by this, they were de-emphasizing the great truth that Christ has created this world and all people. And his desire is to reconcile the whole universe back to God. When we understand how important it is for God and for Christ to be our creator, it is this that causes people to go out and preach the gospel. Because we realize how valuable every sinner is to God. We realize the importance of living in this world in a, in a holy way. This is God's desire that we enjoy all things in this life as they're sanctified by Christ the Creator. But now there are some Christians, so-called Christians, they have a small Christ because they believe in Christ the Creator. But they're not so concerned with Christ the Redeemer. Now actually, 
Because they believe in Christ the Creator. Now they go out and do many good works. They try to help the poor. They do many of these things. Because God created all men. But the problem is that they don't have a small Christ. They have no Christ. Because they don't believe they need to get saved. So all of their works are their own good works. They're trying to make this world a better place. But without Christ, this world is broken. So you see, to have a large Christ, we believe that Christ redeemed us. But we believe He redeemed us for a great purpose in creation. And all of this is reflected in these few verses, 15 through 20. And so when Paul says that in all things he might have the preeminence, he is talking about things in creation, he is talking about things in the church, he's talking about things in the kingdom, but he's primarily talking about the things in our life. We have been looking at this portion. And we see here that there are two mysteries that Paul puts together in this portion of Scripture. What's the first mystery? It's God's mystery. And what is God's mystery? It's secret to many people. Unless your eyes are open, you don't understand this mystery. What is that mystery? God's mystery is Christ. You see that at the end of chapter 2 and verse 2. In Greek it says that we might understand God's mystery Christ. Now people have heard of Jesus and even Jesus Christ. They think Christ is Jesus' last name. Now Easter is coming in a few weeks. And so there'll be many uh, television movies and uh, everything about uh, the life of Jesus and all that. Jesus is a great reformer. Jesus even dying on the cross. But what's the mystery about Christ? The truth about the greatness of Christ can only be seen by revelation. If you just look at the Bible, you may read information about Jesus Christ. But if God opens up his mystery about Christ, suddenly see how great he is. He was not just a man on this earth. He was a savior. He's not just a savior. He's a savior of the whole world. He's not just a savior of the whole world. He's the king of kings and lord of lords. He's not just the king of kings and lord of lords. He sits enthroned over the universe. Now that's such a mystery. Because it was all wrapped up in a man that walked on this earth. Depending on how much the Father has revealed to you regarding His Son, the more you see of Him, the more you're in awe of how great He really is. Sometimes when we read the Gospels, we see, oh, there's Jesus. He's such a good human being. He's a person just like me. But when God pulls back the curtain, then like Thomas, after Jesus' resurrection, Thomas didn't say, hey, Jesus, it's good to see you. No, he fell down and said, my Lord, and my God. When he saw the nail-scarred hand of this human Jesus, 
这个呃属肉体的，就有有有有肉身的子。Father opened his eyes. 这个呃神就把他的眼目打开。And he said, "My Lord and my God." 他说我的主，我的神。This is God's mystery. 这是神的奥秘。Which he reveals to every Christian. But now Paul puts this together with a second mystery. 但是保罗就给我们第二个这个奥秘。And he says this especially has been given to my as a responsibility in my stewardship. 这个是我职事里的这个责任。As I preach the word of God, 当我传神的话 ，God has given me a commission. 神就给我一个使命 ，to make known a mystery. 让我知道一个奥秘 ，especially among the Gentiles， 是特别在呃外邦人当中。That was his stewardship. 这是他的职事。Now what was this mystery? 这个奥秘，这个职事是什么 ？Right next to the mystery of God, which is Christ. 就是在基督这个奥秘的旁边。Paul also wanted to present this mystery, Christ in you, the hope of glory. 所以保罗也试着表达出来。基督在你里面，荣耀的盼望。这个也是个啊啊奥秘。To many Christians, I I think it's a mystery. 对许多基督徒也是个奥秘。They don't realize Christ is living in. 他们没有发现基督住在他们里面。They know they're saved. 他们知道他们得救了。But they still feel like they have their life. 他们好像觉得他们有自己的生活。They're trying to be a good Christian. 他们试着做好基督徒。But they've never seen. 但是他们没有看过 Christ. In them, 基督在他们里面。This is the hope of glory. 这是荣耀的盼望。What a tremendous revelation this is. 何等的启示。First, we see his preeminence as the tremendous Christ, God's mystery. 所以第一，我们看到他是在呃一切的居呃一切事上居首位，这是神的奥秘。But then we see. 然后我们看到 that the mystery of Christ's preeminence. Is to be seen in us. So, Jesus in 凡事上居首位，这个应当在我们的生活里看出来。In eternity, 在永远里 ，the angels 这个天使 will be able to look at Christians. 基呃天使可以看到基督徒。And what will they see? 他们会看到什么 ？They'll see a glorious emanation. Something very glorious. They will see glory, like this, emanating out of you. In you, in me, in me. What is that glorious shining in us? This glorious light is what? The angels will flutter their wings over you. Then the angels will fly 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 This is the wonderful joy of eternity when that Christ, God's mystery, becomes that mystery in us. So this mystery in Christ is in us. So we've been speaking for a few times on Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now we know this preeminence. 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 Now does he have first place? In your life, in your work, in your spare time, in your treatment of your spouse, in your raising of children, see Christ needs to have this first place in all of these areas of our life. This is the challenge before us. Now then his preeminence can expand. It begins with you and me in, in an individual way. But of course here in chapter 1 verse 18, what is Paul referring to here? He's talking about the church. As the place where Christ would be preeminent. Listen to it. He is also head of the body, the church. Then he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself might come to have first place in everything. 然后第呃十八节说，他也是教会全体之首，他是原始。是从死里首先复生的，使他可以在凡事上居首位。Now for those of you who understand and have a burden about the recovery of the church， 那你们那些对教会恢复工作有兴趣的人 ，What does this term the recovery of the church refer to？ 教会恢复到底什么意思呢 ？It speaks of two things， 
The, the sad condition of the church today is that Christ is not first place. Now you know in in the United States there's a, a Christian denomination that has just decided that gay marriage is as good as any other kind of marriage. Now this shows us the sorry state of the church. Christ has not been consulted about this at all. Man has made a decision. A decision in order to have more people in their church. And so their ethics are no longer biblical. But uh, popular. In many ways, in the church, man is first and not Christ. But we understand that God is recovering His church by finding a people. Who want Christ to be head and first place in the church. Now the Lord really has to deal with us. Because we're so used to being our own boss. But Paul says, this preeminence of Christ needs to be seen in his church. And when you read the larger context in Colossians, he further makes it clear that on this earth, God hasn't given up on this earth. What's his plan? First, for Christ to have first place over all the kingdoms of this world. Christ will come back to this earth. Establish his messianic reign over this earth. And he will have first place over all the rulers and kingdoms of this world. And then what will happen? He's not through. Then it's for Christ to have first place in the whole universe. And so after the thousand years of his reign on earth are ended, this whole creation will be changed. A new heaven and a new earth will come forth. And who will be sitting in the middle of this whole new creation. Jesus. God, His Father, and Jesus together. Ruling over a whole new creation. So you see, this first place of Jesus it will be expanding and expanding. But first, we want to look one more time at this matter of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now you see that in chapter 1 and verse 27. It's at the end of the verse. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now in this simple phrase, there's a beginning and an end. The, end, the, the beginning is Christ in you. Now this is uh, one of Paul's favorite uh, phrases. Paul gives our address as a Christian. What is our address as a, as a Christian? If any man is, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, what did I leave out? Our address is in Christ. When we're saved, we come in Christ. 
John 3.16 says, Whosoever believeth into him, you have found your new home. You have found your new life. You have found your new Lord. You have found your new way. You live in Christ. So I always tell the young people, so when they're at school, and the semester begins, they're given all those forms to fill out, they ask you where you live, you should put in Christ. Now they will wonder how many people, so many people live in the same place. But everyone who's a believer, anyone who's in Christ is a new creation. Now how many times do you think Paul uses this term, in Christ? It's a very important phrase. Now forgetting the times he says in whom, or in him, just literally, and Cristo, and Christ. How many times? In the New Testament. Just Paul. You're right. Seventy times. Now, that's your address. But when you live there, there's a surprise waiting for you. Now, you come into Christ, and then you discover Christ in you. What a bargain. Because as soon as you came into Christ, your spirit was quickened by the Holy Spirit. And Christ came. Now you are in Christ, and Christ is in you. What a tremendous reality. And this is what Paul is trying to get at. Christ is in you. So let him be preeminent in you. But then we have this phrase, the hope of glory. And that takes us to the end of this whole matter. Christ in you, the hope of glory. How are you going to be made into glory? How are you going to come to glory? Christ in you. That's where it begins. That's where it expands. Every time you look at Christ, you're changed from glory to glory. More and more of Christ can be seen in you. And in the end, it's glory. Why is it glory? Because you shine with Christ. And Christ shines with you. And it's all because he came inside of you. I know when you think of being a glorious Christian, you realize the reality of sin. What does Romans 3.23 say about sin? Sin is coming short of the glory of God. Now in one sense, we're all short of His glory. But we are being changed from glory to glory. And it's by the work that's going on inside us. What a tremendous work this is. So last time we were together, I took three phrases from Galatians. Just to try to define a little bit more what this means, Christ in you, the hope of glory. In Galatians chapter 1, as Paul testifies of his own salvation, it says, it pleased God. To reveal his son in me. Christ revealed in me. Now, Paul was a sinner. And when he got saved, he had no idea what was ahead. But when he had that vision on the road to Damascus, 
往大马色路山那个有那个意象的。This was a great outward vision. 这是在外外表上是一个很奇妙的。Who are you, Lord? 他说你是谁啊？ He saw the Shekinah glory. 他看见这个 Shekinah 这个荣耀。He had an outward vision of Christ. 他有这个基督的这个荣耀的这个意象。How long did that last? 那个发这个有多久的时间？ What do you think? 你觉得呢？ It could have happened in two seconds, but probably five minutes. Maybe ten minutes. Because the Lord talked to him. He said, "Why are you persecuting me? What a wake-up call!" He was Christ on the road to Damascus. But this revelation he saw outwardly was maybe five minutes long. But this revelation he saw outwardly was maybe five minutes long. 但是在他的心里面就开始一个呃启示。He went into Damascus. He fasted and prayed for three days and three nights. 他去大马士，他呃祷告了三天三夜。He was blind. 他是瞎的。But he had been given inward eyes. 但是他里面有一个眼睛。And he said the Father was pleased to reveal His Son in me. 他说。He saw it. He'd been saved. And Christ dwelt in him. He saw Christ in him. And he says, "This became my testimony." And this became my message. Now, if you follow the Book of Acts, the Apostle Paul. Whenever he gets just one sermon to preach, what does he preach? He always shares his testimony of how he met Christ. That was his life-changing moment. Christ revealed in me. Then in Galatians chapter two, he brings us to a second aspect of this Christ in you. He 就带我们进入到这一方面的第二个方面 In that famous passage, Galatians two twenty, 就是加拉太书二章二十节 We all know what that says. 我们都知道这一段圣经节 Now I have been crucified with Christ. 我已经与基督同定十字架 Nevertheless, I live. 现在活着的 Yet not I. 不再是我 But Christ lives. Now there's a new life in him. So in his life, there's a new life in him. Not just a revelation of Christ. Not just a revelation of Christ. Not just a revelation of Christ. Not just a Christ. Is a living fountain in him. Now he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle for a while before he came to this revelation. So he had to struggle But the more he tried, the more he realized there were things inside of him. Things that prevented him from being all that the Lord would want him to be. Then he came to that crisis, where he felt he was chained to his body of death. But in that moment, he realized, "I am set free." My old man's been crucified. There's a new life in me. I can try to live by that old dead life, or I can live by the power of Christ in me. So he said, "And so the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God." So I'm alive now, living by faith in the Son of God. When he senses the need to be righteous. He calls upon Christ, His righteousness, and lives by that righteous life that dwells in him. So he found a life within him. 
Even Christ. And then we know the verse in Galatians chapter 4. This again we took up last time. We notice in verse 19. Paul has such a burden for these Galatian. He says, My little children, of whom I am again in travail until Christ be formed in you. Now there's something more permanent that needs to happen in us. This is beyond just seeing Christ in us. It's something beyond knowing his life is in us. It's something that is being formed in us. Christ's character and life is being formed in us. Now he's talking to the Galatians. And he's burdened for them. Because they love the Lord. But somebody came along and said, if you want to be a good Christian, you need to keep the Old Testament laws. You need to be circumcised. Now, if Christ had been more fully formed in the Galatians, now what would they have seen? Christ is all I need. I don't need circumcision. But because Christ had not been formed in them, it said, Paul says, you have allowed these preachers to come in and be with you. They have convinced you you should struggle in the flesh to try to be holy. Paul says, Oh, dear children of God. Your one great antidote for false teaching. Antidote? I know. Well, whatever that means. When Christ is formed in you, not only is there character formation, but there's the true knowledge of who Christ is. And this sets you free. And keeps you from false teaching. Now you see, the Colossians were also in such a position. They were younger Christians. But they needed Christ to be more fully formed in them. Now the enemy always knows how to get to you. Now, what did the enemy appeal to in the Galatians? What? What part of their soul? Their will. You can be holy. You keep these laws. You can do it. Galatians say, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were trapped. Now to the Colossians, the enemy came and appealed to something else. Now what's that? He appealed to their brain. Oh, let me tell you this mysterious philosophy. Christ is part of a, a, a huge uh, hierarchy of gods. Gnosticism was always very intellectual. And I guess there were many Chinese in Colossi. They had good brains. But the enemy said, let me take you astray by teaching you 
intellectual thing. So, the enemy just said, "I taught you some intellectual things." Oh, you see, this is why Christ needs to be formed in us. So, Jesus must be formed in us. So, I just appeal to you before we go on and look at just two more scriptures today. So, I'll read two scriptures. Has Christ been revealed in you? 所以基督在你里面成形的的成形了吗 ？Actually, if you look down inside yourself， 如果看你里面 ，all you'll see is your tummy。你看到好像是看你的肚子。But when you look away to God， 但是你把你的眼目转向神的时候 ，and you worship God， 那你敬拜神 ，He reveals Christ in you。他就会把基督在你里面的基督显明出来。It's when you worship Him。当你敬拜他的时候，你就发现他住在你里面。所以基督在你里面有得做这个启示，你有得做启示吗？基督的启示吗？在你生活这样子发生的时候，你就发现有大的不同。Because 你现在更小心你的嘴说说出来的话。Because Christ lives in you. 因为基督住在这里面。What your body does. 你的身体做什么 ？Because Christ. 基督住在你里面。That awareness， 这个知道这样的事情。You decide I'm going to do such and such。说我要这么做，这么做，这么做。But you hear that still small voice。但是你听见里面微小的声音。He lives。他住在你里面。Has Christ been revealed within？ 所以基督在你里面有这个成形吗 ？And the second question。第二个问题。From Galatians two。从哥加拉太书第二章。Is Christ your life？ 基督是你的生活吗 ？Have you had that exchange in your life？ 你的生活里有这么做一个交易吗 ？Are you depending on Christ for your righteousness and holiness and power？ 你有依靠基督做你的公义，做你的能力吗 ？You know when you read the biographies of these of these great men of God， 所以当你读这个许多神的仆人们的这个呃他们的呃呃造 ，men like Hudson Taylor， 传记。所以，当像呃戴德森 ，or brother Watchman Nee， 或者尼托森 ，or brother F. B. Meyer， 所以或者 F. B. Meyer，they're all very clear in their biography。在他们的传自自传里，他们很清楚的说 ，that there came a moment， 就有那么一刻 ，when they realized they were crucified with Christ and now Christ was living in them。他们与基督同定十字架，然后基督住在他们里。It was a transforming moment。这在他们一生是一个转捩点。Have you come to that？ 你有来到这一点吗？ And then third, I just appeal to you. 第三，我就要向你们这么说。Is Christ being fully formed in you? 所以基督有在你里面成形吗 ？Is there some transformation? 在你里面有这个改变吗 ？Actually, once again, if you look to yourself for your own transformation, you won't see it. 你如果往向里面看，你看不见的。But if you live of that life of Christ within you， 那你借着基督的生命而活的话 ，others will see change. 其他人在你身上会看见改变。They'll see something of character. 他们会发现有一些性格。You're more truthful. 你比较真实。You're more diligent. 你比较殷勤。You're more honest. 你比较诚实。You're more like Christ. 你比较像基督。Is Christ being formed in you? 基督有在你里面成形吗 ？If he's not， 他如果没有的话 ，Then we run after all kinds of doctrines。我们就会追寻许多的真理。Sometimes I talk to a dear brother that I know。所以我常常跟一个弟兄在那边谈。And he goes and visits and ministers in China、uh, several times a year。他一年去中国许多次。And I ask him what the situation is right now. 我问他情况现在如此。And when he tells me of all the false teaching in China, 他告诉我在中国有许多的假的教导。It gives me a headache. 我就开始头痛。All kinds of false teaching. 有许多的假的教导。But it's because the saints need to have Christ formed within them. 愿基督徒需要基督在他们里面成形。And then that anointing within them can say, no, no, this is false. 然后在他们里面的这个恩膏会告诉他们，这个是假假教导。Now to to finish up our uh, uh, topic on Christ in you as an individual. 所以我们要讲完这一段，就是基督在你里面这一段。Let's look at two other passages in the Bible. 我们看另外两处圣经。The first one is Paul's great prayer in Ephesians chapter three. 所以在以弗所书第三章里。It begins in verse fourteen. And here again we see Christ in us. Chapter three of Ephesians, verse fourteen. For this reason, 
So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Now this is there's so much involved here. But let's just stop and think about this. Paul is praying a prayer so that their hearts, Christ may dwell in their hearts. This is a heart issue. This is the deepest part of us. Christ wants to come to dwell in the deepest part of us. There out of our heart comes the issues of our life. Yet our heart is what we really believe. The actions we're willing to take. The emotions we truly feel. Now Christ wants to enter this citadel of our heart. But how is that going to happen? How is he going to be allowed into this inner Holy of Holies of your life. He cannot come in right now. Not until some work has been done. And it's the Holy Spirit who is building a place for the Lord Jesus to dwell. Now in chapter 1, Paul prayed a prayer Regarding vision of Christ. Now in chapter 3, he prays something very practical. He says in the end of verse 16, that you may be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. The Holy Spirit is building a dwelling place for Christ. And he's hovering over you. Just like the Spirit hovered over creation. He waits for God to say, do that work. And when we're saved, he comes into our lives. And his first primary work is that inner man, that holy of holies. Now he has to strengthen it. What has to strengthen it by the power of the Spirit. How wonderful this is. What a great work this is. Strengthened with power through his spirit. Well, what does that tell us? It tells us that our spirit is pretty weak. Now, our bodies may be strong. Look at Daniel, he's such a he-man. <laughs> and uh, for all of us, our soul is strong. You've got a strong mind, strong emotions, or you're strong willed. But your inner man is born again. But it's weak. From the moment you're born again, the Holy Spirit is speaking. He's speaking, but it's a still small voice. Now your soul is big. You're used to that voice. This voice says, Be That's what a giant says in a fairy tale. Your soul is a giant. But now the Holy Spirit has to build this inner man. 
你总是听到神的声音，我从来不听到神的声音。我们江弟兄就笑。他说：“你有一件事情错了。” the Spirit is speaking to you all the time。所以圣灵一直在对你说话，but you are too busy to hear him。但是你太忙碌了，所以你听不见他的声音。Listening to God speaking within，所以能够听见神在我们心里面说话。Your soul has to be quiet. 你的魂必须安静下来。In order for you to hear what the Lord is saying。你才能听见主在对你。Now if you're one of those persons you say, "Oh, all it is mystical stuff."我说啊，这些都是奥秘的事情。I never hear the Lord。我总是听不到神说话。Well, you may never hear him。你可能不听不到他。He's always speaking the still small voice。但是他一直不断的在对你微小的声音，就就是微小的声音对你说话。one dear brother A.B. Simpson says, Do you know why I have a devotion with the Lord every morning? Because when I get up out of bed in the morning, I hear a voice. It says, I've been waiting to meet. It's Christ wanting to talk. Having devotion together. And he says, once he heard this, he always has devotion. And when he doesn't, it's like he left the Lord in the in the closet. And never talked to him. Too many things going on. It's our loss. This, this inner man. Only the Holy Spirit can strengthen. But the Holy Spirit will strengthen. And you begin to hear his voice. You become a sheep who hears his voice. That indwelling Holy Spirit. He has to do really two things. One, he has to tear down strongholds. Right. In Second Corinthians chapter ten. Paul is talking about a competition. Of these false apostles with him. And he explains, he says, now how do I deal with these false apostles? Is, is it man against man? Is it flesh against flesh? He says, no, 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 we don't wrestle against flesh and Our power is divine. For the pulling down of these strongholds. Unfortunately, all of us have a soul that's like a castle. Got a high stone wall. It's got these little turrets on the top. These are strongholds. What are strongholds? They're usually lies. Something we believe. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, it says these strongholds stand against the true knowledge of the Lord. Now they're going to have to be torn down. Only the Spirit of God can tear down these strongholds. All kinds of things we believe. Some people say, Oh, I could never witness. 
但是你不要这么说，我没有办法相信。You know, many missionaries testified and said, "I said I will never be a missionary." 对，有的这个传道，这个传教士，他们说我绝对不会去做传教士。Some people say they have a lie in their hearts. 他们心里面好像有个谎言。I fear God. 我这个呃，我呃呃呃，尊啊尊敬神。Or I think. God has forgotten. Me. Oh, I, 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 but then the truth needs to be established. So we could go through the whole rest of the book of Ephesians. Because as he's talking about the strengthening work of the Holy Spirit, he's talking about the importance of our unity in the Spirit, the importance of body life, the importance of living by the new man. The importance of living in the family and the truth. The importance of finding him in worship and warfare and so on. These are things that the Holy Spirit is strengthening in our lives. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts. This is talking about something very wonderful. When the Lord is finally at home inside you and I, when the Lord is finally at home inside you and I, now let's just touch on another scripture to show the end, the glory of it all. So in Second Thessalonians, chapter one, we just read verse ten. We don't have time to go into all the details here. But it's talking about the coming of the Lord. Uh, maybe you should read verse 9 and then 10. These will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power when He comes to be glorified in His saints on that day and to be marveled at among all who had believed. For our testimony to you was believed. 他们要受刑罚，就是永远沉沦，离开主的面和地全全能的荣耀荣光。这正是主降临，要在他圣徒的身上得荣耀，又在一切信的人身上显为奇呃稀奇的那日子。我们对你们做的见证，你们也信了。
所以你的圣主身上的荣耀在你的圣主身上的荣耀在你的圣主身上的荣耀在你的圣主身上的荣耀在你的圣主身上的荣耀在你的圣主身上的荣耀在你的圣主身上的荣耀在你的圣主身上